Good morning, everybody. Let's get started on to the Chazara, the review of yesterday's daf. Yesterday was daf Gimel, today is daf Dalid. We're going to do a review of yesterday's daf, get to today's. We are learning Lili Nishmas from Bashmol Shimon Ben Rashavah Ben Aliyah. Naftali Yosef Ben Chaim Nisan Alevi. And also Daniel Barnett Baruch Ben Yudaleib Ve'emi. Okay. And also Rufu Shleim et all who need it. And with that, let's get started on uh, the yesterday's daf. We started yesterday at the Amar Mar, um, a little ways down on Daf Gimelo Ahmed Aleph. And we saw the opinion of... Uh, we saw the opinion, uh, the Gemara says, basically, going back over this idea that the, the, gen- that the Gentiles Kachim is lonen vlomolen. Lonen is rabbinically, that rabbinically it's forbidden to benefit from, but vlomolen, it's not midoraisa, there's no iser mi'ilam in Torah, and we wanted to know what's the source for that. So the basis is, because the Pasuk says, nefesh kisim al-mal, b'chot shkaga. So, um, and it says the word chet, related to mi'ila, and then it says chet uh, by truma, uh, it says, and by, uh, and by truma it's rights, Ben Yisrael um, by Truma and not a Gentile. So since he used the word hate by both places and by Truma clearly delineates specifically only a Ben Yisrael, not a Gentile, so that we extended to that. And then we said also that a Gentile's Karbanos are not subject to Pigol, Nosar, and Tamei, and that's based on the fact that by Tuma there's a Pasuk, Daber Aaron Belbonov, Yenazrami Kodche Ben Yisrael, that they need to be careful from being metame, the kachim b'nei Israel, which sounds like they don't have to be as careful, or it doesn't affect and destroy the karbanos of the Gentile. Okay. Um, okay. And uh, also, that's one thing. And then it says by... Uh, and so, so we have the source for Tuma, and uh, Tuma extends to Nosar because it says... Um, it says the same word Chilul by Toma as well as by Nosar and then um, Nosar teaches it to Pigul because it says the word Avon in both places by Nosar and by Pigul so that's how we extend it transitive to the next one so that's how we have all three um, next we talked about is um is that the that the Gentiles carbon does not make a tumura? That's because the pasuk says lo yachlifenu lo yomir, and it says in the beginning of the parsha Dabrel bnei Yisrael ishkiafli neder berakecha. So the fact that it says bnei Yisrael over there, so we know that the din of tumura is only by bnei Yisrael. That's source number one. We did see a second possible source that the reason why they don't make tumura is based on the hekish. After all, Tumura is connected to Meiser Behemah because it's written in the Parsha Meiser Behemah. And Meiser Behemah is connected to Meiser Dagon because they're both Meiser. And uh, Meiser Dagon, it specifies Ki Maser B'nei Yisrael, Asher Yerim Hashem, B'nei Yisrael, and not the Gentile. So since Meiser Dagon is not that way, so Meiser Behemah is not that way. And if Meiser Behemah is not, so Tumura is also not. That's, the, again, another possibility of how to learn it. Next, we talked about is the Gentiles' libation. They don't have libation, meaning they don't bring the wine for the carbon. Uh, but their carbon is um, does require 
um, a libation, just that they don't pay for it. It doesn't come out of their their account. So they certainly are not the bringing the wine directly. What? What's the reason behind it? Why would they? I mean, why they bring a covenant? They don't. They don't require. Well, here, here we're saying because there's a custom. They're excluded. It's Ezra. Ezra brings the Sachem and not the Gentile. But since it says Kacha, so it still has to be brought. So they don't bring it. It has to be brought. Now we'll see. There is actually. I mean, there is another opinion that says that in fact that they, although they don't. They can pay for it. Okay. You know, they, they, but, okay. but we just don't accept the wine. Okay. Um, we don't accept the wine to start with. <laughs> right, exactly. That's so, a, like, it's kind of. Right, so that's why so it's kind of like. And this so that could that fit in. Too. Right, it sort of fits in. Yeah, okay, right. So now it makes a little bit sense. Okay. You're here. Okay. So it's not the skaha. Yeah, right. Okay, anyway, so that's the story. Um, next, we said is Rabiosi. He says that uh, I would take a stringent stance on all this stuff, and that's because it says Lashem. So it makes the sense to him that it should have to, that there's a requirement there. Um, and uh, therefore, um, okay, that's why it would, it would be real Kachim, so to speak, etc., etc. Now, Next we saw is the Bemidvar Murim is the qualifier that this is only true for Kachim Mizbech, that there's this limitation, even according to the rabbis. But if it's Kachim Mizbech, even they would agree that there's a Din Me'ilah. And the reason is, is because the whole exclusion is by the Parsha Me'ilah. It comes from Truma. Truma has Kedushas HaGuf. So therefore, anything that's Kedushas HaGuf, there's no Din Me'ilah on. But anything that's not Kedushas HaGuf, but it's Kedushas Damim, that was not excluded from the text, so then in fact it would have that kedusha, okay, and it would have demila. Next thing we talked about is Rav Yehuda in the name of Rav. He says an interesting rule. The rule is any negative prohibition. Um, if there's an action to transgress it, then you will be high of lashes. If there's no action in the transgression, you're not going to be high of lashes. General. Basic principle: Lav Lav That's, in other words, what Rab is saying. Problem is that rule seems to be not a perfect rule because look at Tamura. Tamura is a lav There is no action in the transgression. All you did, all you're doing is words, and yet you get lashes for that, as the Mishnah we saw says. Explicitly, that one who does a tumura, um, it is a good tumura. It is a, a tumura, and you get lashes. Besovikas arbaim is what the mission says. You suffer with the forty lashes. So that is our problem on this rule. So Rav will tell you, you're right. There's an opinion of Rabbi Yehuda out there who says lav sheimbomaisa is lokan alav. So our mission is going like Rabbi Yehuda. The problem is, is that we already established that our Mishnah is not going like Rabbi Yehuda as with regards to the other din, because we said that Hakol Mamirin is coming to include somebody who is it coming to include the Yorish. And not like Rabbi Yehuda, who says Yorish is not able to make it tomorrow. So how can you tell me it's going like Rabbi Yehuda? That was our kasha. So my answer is, no, not a problem. This Tana is not Rabbi Yehuda, but he agrees with Rabbi Yehuda as far as Lav Shein Bomaisa, uh, Lokan Alav, and he and he agrees with uh, he agrees with the other opinion that uh, uh, with Remeyer that uh, a Yorish can make a tomorrow. Okay, so it doesn't it, he could pick and choose which opinion he accepts. So that's the story with that.
Next we talked about is um, um, is Rav Idi Bar Avin said in the name of Amram, in the name of Yitzchak, in the name of Yochran, Mishum Rav Glili, that any negative prohibition in the Torah, if you do an action, you get lashes. No, don't do an action, there's no lashes. But there's exceptions, and those three exceptions are Nishba, where you swear, you even though swearing is not really an action, you get lashes for swearing falsely. Meimar is Tmura, and Mekal Chavir B'Shem. Even though there's no action, you're going to be chayev. And Rabbi Yosef B'chanina added one more. If you're maktim truma the bikurim, you went out of order in the tithing. You did the truma before bikurim. That is also going to get you lashes. Now, where's the source that these are exceptions to that rule? That's the question. So the Gemara explains. Um, first things first is minalon. So Rabbi Yochanan says the name Rameyer to pasuk. So very clear swearing. Anybody who carries God's name in vain, God will not cleanse you. So God's not going to cleanse you, but Bezdin Shalmata will cleanse you. How do we do cleaning? With flogging, okay, with lashes. That's the best way to clean you. Okay, so there you go. The one string mop. Okay, it's one string. I think there's more than one strap. It could be right. 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 straps. Yeah. Okay, but anyway. When did that go it's away? It's folded over, way? though. What? When did that go away? Flogging? Yeah. Uh, no, it, it, it's still uh, extant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just not in our <laughs> circles. <laughs> in Jewish circles, it's still it's extant. Bean, too. No, um, uh, fly it up. I mean, there, there, were, there were periods... Did you get uh, uh, rabbinic, we don't have the Torah law uh, ability. We don't have a bezdin that can carry out punishment. So one of the things I mean is Shemayim it happens. If you know, like, but, miss sometimes. Like, so if you're Chayim Maka, somebody wants to put the towel, they're sitting in the face. Right, right, that's, uh, that's a sweet Maka. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's okay. Um, I, 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 the, the, there's still a Maka's Mardus to Rabbanon, even now, even... After the destruction of the temple, even when there was no yeah, official like court system, yeah. they had it in Bavel. But you would do, I mean, but it's, um, you know, you have to have a real autonomy, and it's not that yeah. common. Yeah. You're right. So, but it, it never, like, officially, change. the point is, it didn't officially disappear. It just it's faded. It's not practical. Away. It's not practical. <laughs> it's just practical circumstances. What the Babu Sali in Morocco used to flog people who would uh, buy Yeah, I'm saying that's pretty recent. Yes. That's what I'm saying. And so if you have the right environment, then you could get away with it. So it exists. The Spartan and <laughs> that's uh, what I'm saying. some communities in Israel do that stuff? Uh, no, not no, anymore. No, 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 saying, he's saying in Morocco, this, that's what he's saying a story. leaders gave him autonomy so he could do what he wanted. Exactly. That's there. So that's yeah, what you need. You need law. right. You have to have. You have to have. First of all, a lot of autonomy. <laughs> Nobody. You can't. You can't. You know, suffer a uh, a huge. Uh, what kind of? Uh, I mean, you can't get away with it uh, in, in modern society unless you're in a in, in a society that that is the custom. So then, then you could get away with it, and then it would happen. That's all. Even nowadays, that's all I'm saying. It's still the preferred way of. So if you live, if you have a Jewish community in a Muslim land, like in Morocco, even, even less than 100 years ago, where they, and they granted autonomy to the, to the rabbinate, the rabbinate would certainly use that as one of their tools to keep people in line. 
I think so. Malaysia, they've got caning, don't they? Is it Malaysia yeah. that has So I'm saying, in that, right, if there was a. Right. They don't like Jews in Malaysia, though, so. <laughs> Not many, very they, few. Very few Jews in Malaysia. So in, there was, in, 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 in Poland, for that day, this. They had those Tibetans, or they were independent. Yeah, they certainly did. They didn't do Malkas. They don't know if they did Malkas, because they, they couldn't get away with it. all kinds of stuff, you they, know? But they had other things, that, that other forms. I mean, there's a story about the Vilna that whatever, but then his Bezdin. 1700s. Yeah. What? 1700s, right? Yeah, that's they in the 1700s, so right. right. But yeah. I'm saying they didn't have an autonomy, but... There were things they could do. I mean, yeah, I know. mean, they collected money for stuff. They, they were able to get away with some flogging. I mean, I don't know. It's, uh, it's just flocking, a matter of custom. You know. Anyway, there All you go. Right. All right. Be that as it may, it's a historical question. Okay. All right. But uh, which is the next thing? So the Gemara wanted to know oh, Bezin Shalmata is Menachin with the lashes. Yeah. Ah, so Rav Papa said, how do you know? Maybe lo <laughs> means nobody is, okay? So the Gemara says, no, no nikios, no way to get this stain removed. So he says, if that was the case, why would not just say lo The word Hashem is superfluous unless you say that only Hashem won't and Bez and Shalmato will. That's why, that's why it does indicate it. So the Gemara says, good, Shavu Shav Yudat. How do you know to apply that as well to Shavu Sheker? So Rav Yochanan, it says, it says, uh, la shove twice, so that's how we know it. Um, it's like a, if it's not talking about la shove twice, you don't need to say it once more. So it must be referencing shvosheker, and um, that you get lashes. So on that, Rabbi Vo asks a question. Wait a second, shvosheker. What is shvosheker? Does that mean that a person says, "I will not eat," and he does eat? That's a that is a misa. So that's not the case of sheker that you're asking, right? Because that is an action to transgress. So an action that transgresses, anyway, gets lashes. That's, no, you don't need a source for that. Um, so we're talking about where he says he will eat and he doesn't eat. But nobody says you get lashes in that case because if a person swears that he will eat a kikar today and he, the day passes and he doesn't eat it, Rabbi Yochan and Hashem and Melakish both say there's no lashes. Rabbi Yochan says no lashes because it's a lashem v'maisa and you don't get lashes for no action. And Rish Lakish says that you don't get lashes because it's Hasra Suffolk, it's a, it's a warning of doubt because you never know, maybe he's still going to eat it later and, if he, and, if he, and maybe he intended to eat it and he forgot at the last minute. But the bottom line is it's a, it's a, uh, there's no way to give him lashes. So Bavo says, you're right, the only sheker that could make sense that you could get lashes for uh, even though it's Hasra's, even though it's, um, uh, even though it's uh, again, it's a, not an action, it's just speech, is he says he swore that he will that he did eat and he did not eat. Okay, now um, why is that? Uh, what is included in that future? So Rava says it makes sense that there's a sheker that's similar to shvoshav, and shvoshav is past tense because you're stating a fact, albeit an obvious fact or an obviously wrong fact, but it's it's it, it is a past tense, um, right? And so too. Uh, or present tense. So, too, the sheker is also the um, what, what on, on an existing thing. So then, Rabbi Yirmi asked Rabbi what about a uh, case, this? It says, if somebody swears he's not going to eat this loaf, and then he says again, he's not going to eat it, he's not going to eat it. It's three times he swears, and he does eat it, he's not only going to be chayav one, and this is the shvaz bitoy, that if you do it on purpose, you'll get lashes. If you do it with b'shogeg, You'll bring a carbon olive oil rate. Now, why do you mean this? 
is not coming to exclude something else that is not going to get lashes, what is the that? I would say it's coming to exclude. I past tense, I ate or I did not eat. He swears that he ate when he didn't or the other way around. And you don't get lashes. So Gemara says, no, no, no. What we're saying over here is that Bishogig, you bring a korban here. And the achalti below achalti, Bishogig, you don't bring a korban. Um, so, and that's going like Rabbi Shmuel, who says that you're not chayiv only on the chayiv korbanos is only for future oaths. But lashes you will get. Problem that is, is that in the Sefer we said that a Shvoshav is chayiv on purpose, b'mezid makas, and b'shogeg, your potter, by Shvoshav. And it said, Zuhi, this is coming to exclude something. What's coming to exclude? Isn't it coming to exclude a chalti and lo chalti? That you don't get lashes. Gomer says, no. It's coming to tell you that b'shogeg, your potter over here, but by a chalti lo chalti, you will bring a carbon, even b'shogeg, and that's going like Rabbi Kiva. So the Gemara says um, that we just said a minute ago that the Reisha, it's going like Rabbi Shmolo says that that's not true. So you can't have it both ways. So you're right. Just like the Seif is Rabbi Kiva, the Reisha is also Rabbi Kiva. Now we need something else to exclude. What's it coming to exclude? It's not coming to exclude Achal Tevelo Achalti, but rather Ochel Velo Achal. Future tense, I will eat. Um, and he n- refrains from eating passive transgression. That's where you're not going to get the lashes. And now, why do we assume that's what you're coming to exclude? Because if you're talking to the future, it makes more sense that you'll exclude the future, a future tense thing instead of talking in the future and excluding past tense. It's more logical what's being excluded, and that's the answer, and that's where we ended with that. I think we went a little further, yeah, talked about a little further. We talked about Tamura. Um, and uh, Rabbi Yochanan said that actually Tamura doesn't belong in the list. And the reason why is because it's not just mere speech. It's a speech that creates. Because when you say this thing should be a Tamura, it becomes, it becomes that thing. It become, it, you, the animal changed. There was a physical reality that, uh, that was a manifest at the basis of his words. So it's not mere words anymore. So that doesn't qualify as non-action in, this, in that sense. And the last one we talked about is Mekalas Chaber B'Shem, where you curse your friend utilizing God's name. Where's the Mekar that you should get lashes for just that speech, even though it's not an action? The Pasuk says, if you, if you don't heed, and Hashem will be Hifla Hashem is Makoscha, and we're saying the Lashon Hifla is related to the word of Yipila Shofet, talking about lashes. So you're getting lashes for um, <laughs> for carrying God's name, uh, basically. So now, invoking God's name. So the question is, maybe that is referring to where you say a true oath. So the Gemara says that we already know that you can't be punished for a true oath. It's Shuas Hashem Tia Ben Shneim. So the Gemara says, maybe that's only when you're swearing to appease your friend. He claims something, and the only way that you can sort of show that you're not is where you swear to that effect. Uh, but in general, uh, you should get uh, lashes. So the Gemara says that's, uh, uh, that's not true because it says when you're swearing truthfully. I will use that to tell you like Rav Gidl said in the name of Rav that you're allowed to swear even to fulfill a mitzvah. And that's an idea. So the Gemara says, yeah, but there's another pasuk which is Ovo Sidbak Uvishmol 
Tishavea. So the bottom line is it's definitely not going to get lashes if you're swearing truthfully. So it's coming to talk about cursing. So the Gemara says still we're going to get to we know cursing, but that's I believe where we got up to yesterday. You're a little bit far, but yeah, no, but no, 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 no,